Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. It is a new year, and this is the first episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Elio Canella, along with the man that's always piercing barriers, Ben Pierce. Ben! How was yours? Mine, mine was pretty good. Cool. Right on. Yeah, mine was uh, pretty good. Uh, quiet holidays. Um, we. What'd you do for New Year's though? Absolutely nothing. Oh come on! You didn't. Uh, you, would you? You just stayed home. What's early? 8 o'clock? Like, 7.30, 8 o'clock. Whoa! What? Come on! No, no! What's going on? Oh, that's just wrong. <laughs> Jeez. You know what? You're gonna have to send them up here. I'll give them, I'll give them a week, a one week crash course on how to go to bed at the, at, at the right time. 11 p.m., 12 a.m. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we, we went out uh, for New Year's Eve. We, there was a uh, New Year's Eve parties, um, like this club that my parents are part of, have a New Year's party every year, so we went to that. Uh, very good. Was yeah. it a bridge club? Sorry? Oh, no. No, it wasn't a bridge club. No, no. This is like a... There's like... Um, 10, 15 minutes away from my house, uh, we have, uh, like, a community center. So they have, like, a club there that my parents belong to, and they do all these, like, functions and stuff, so... Uh-huh. Yeah. Did you play bingo? No, I didn't play dope. We didn't play bingo. That's on Monday nights and Friday nights. Oh. <laughs> but, 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 actually, no, I have gone because I don't know, just to get out of the house, you know? Yeah. Once in a while, she got out of the house, but, um... I don't blame you. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was fun, um... It was a night out, and, uh... Yes, well, I'll tell you one thing. There was one night where I wish I had a night out, and that was for Monday Night Raw. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I, I didn't see what the... At the wedding ceremony, because I, I heard that uh, you're in uh, Lashley's uh, bad books, because he never saw you. And they sent out uh, the yeah, invitation. Well, you know, I just, I, I don't know what to tell you, Elio. You know, hopefully, hopefully Bobby Lashley doesn't feel the need to flash his ass at me again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, well, speaking of Bobby Lashley, what do you say we get? Actually, uh, before we get into our weekly shows, um, today was the. One of the first pay-per-views of the new year, the new decade. Uh, NJPW had Wrestle Kingdom 14. Yes, and I, I will have to uh, check that out. As I was telling you off the air, I was asleep for the majority of the, of the day because I'm battling off this cold that has been circulating throughout my house. 
So, uh, okay, so, um, basically I'll just, uh, you don't really want to know the results then. Um, you know, you can, uh, you can give them to me a little bit, um, you know, just give, give me the, the general gist of what's going on. Okay, so basically, um, this was night one of Jushin Thunder Liger's retirement, uh, match, um, so, which uh, opened the, the show, and um, of course, his team lost on uh, night one, and then uh, tomorrow night is going to be the f- the second uh, night in his actual final retirement match. Uh, there were a couple of uh, title changes on this uh, pay-per-view. They were the IWGP Tag Team Championships. We have new champions. As the Gorillas of Destiny lost to uh, fin- to Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson. Finn Juice. That that's the team name, Finn Juice. Oh, oh my god! Well, no, that's not that's not bad. What that's a. They they've been known they've been uh, known by that name for for a while, in NJPW. Uh, well, that, that might be the case, but that that's still pretty bad. All right, sir. And uh, we have <clears throat> we have a new United IWGP United States Champion, as Lance Archer lost to John Moxley in a Texas Death Match. Oh, so uh, John Moxley got his uh, title back. He did. Hopefully he doesn't uh, come back from Japan with another stash infection. And then, uh, and we had, uh... Infection, I should say. And we have a new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion in Hiromu Takahashi and a new Intercontinental Champion in Tessa Naido. Yeah. From uh, his feud with uh, Chris Jericho. Yeah, Tetsune, yeah. If you, um, you look some of his stuff up on uh, YouTube, uh, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's about it. Uh, that's basically the rundown for Wrestle Kingdom. Like I said, I didn't like actually spoil anything. I just uh, said there have been new title changes. and um, Right, and you actually... You actually so I'm definitely going to go check it out. Sure, you should check it out. Um, the Jushin Thunder Liger match, it was, it was not bad. And uh, at the end, it was pretty cool. Everyone was hugging Liger and uh, shaking his hand and bowing down. Well, good. Yeah. So. He, he deserves it. He's an icon. All right, so uh, let's get into the weekly shows. Oh my god, here we go. 
Monday Night Raw. <laughs> okay, there were a total of seven matches. You know what? Um, because uh, because this is this week is a sh- this uh, week is a shorter uh, episode. Um, we're gonna split this into all. I I can take four matches and you can take three matches uh, because uh, we're gonna double team Raw and then um. We're going to move AEW and SmackDown. And then we're going to close out for the week. Alright, so um, I'm not even going to go through the segments. I'm just gonna, we're just going to run through this. This was uh, Monday Night Raw from the XL Center in Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, that aired on December 30th, 2019. The final Raw of the year. Oh boy, okay. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this one was a little bit tough to swallow. In the opening match, it was Alistair Black defeating Buddy Murphy in 15 minutes and 30 seconds. Um, <coughs> well, and let me, just, let me just say, this I actually thoroughly enjoyed. Okay. To me, this is the kind of stuff... That needs to be on the show on a consistent basis. I think uh, I think they're gonna keep uh, going on with this uh, feud, so uh, we're gonna get to see a lot more. So good. Well, if if it, if it does, uh, I'm good with that. I, I I can't complain because you know these these two showed that given time they can be like really big players. And they should be, you know. The fact that matches like this don't exist on WWE TV on a weekly basis when they have this level of talent involved, it, it's it's just criminal. And you know, it, it and what makes me really sad, and and we'll get into this into the segment later after we after we break down. Um, the matches. Okay. What what really makes me sad is what happened later on in the evening is gonna overshadow this, and nobody's gonna really remember this match long term. And that is that is a goddamn shame. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, it really is. Um, because to to me, this is just. This, this was great, you know, and Alistair, they didn't do the 50-50 booking thing, thank God. Alistair Black won both matches, of course, the first one being their, uh, their, uh, pay-per-view match at, uh, Tables, Letters, and Chairs, which was, which was, I do think that that match was slightly better, but, um, this was still an excellent match, and I, I would... Gladly go back and check this out ten more times and not get tired of it. Okay. In the second match, I'm seriously getting tired of this. I want to Eric Rowan carrying that cage around. Now Eric Rowan defeating Kip Stevens in one minute forty seconds, and here we go with the independent uh, segment of the week. Kip Stevens, he has been in WWE before. He's made a p- several appearances on uh, WWE television for Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown. 
on a SmackDown, he he lost he lost in the tag team match to Heavy Machinery. But uh, I, think, I think that was in November because I recognized the guy by the crappy. Um, yep, that was um, November fifteenth. Yeah, I recognized the guy by the crappy Green Lantern tattoo that he has. And um, what do you know about WrestlePro? Well, other than of course Pat Buck. Okay, and uh, and uh, that's another reason why they had him on because uh, if you've noticed, a lot of these uh, enhancement talents, uh, um, a lot of them are coming over from WrestlePro, which is uh, which is uh, of course owned by Pat Buck and uh, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, uh, you know, and um, of of course Pat Buck just got signed as a agent for yep. WWE not too long ago, so that makes sense. But I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing, uh, Green Lantern tattoos don't have a, don't have a fine history in WWE as we've seen with, uh, with Hurricane Helms, a.k.a. Gregory Helms, a.k.a. <laughs> Shane Helms, but I mean, in comparison, uh, you know, uh, Helms tattoo looked amazing compared to this guy. I mean, what, I mean, what in the hell is this? Yeah. So I'm. I was almost happy that uh, he he got destroyed in a minute and forty seconds, just so I didn't have to stare at that. So that was that, that was uh, the independent spotlight for the week. Yeah. So and, and the and the thing is, is, as much as as much as I appreciate your your uh, independent spotlight, I I I was I was just blinded by the terrible <laughs> tattoo because you know me, I'm a tattoo guy. Yep. Spent a lot of time in shops, and if I if I walked out with a tattoo like that, I would want to kill myself. But 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 at least this guy has a resume. He's a guy like Russell Pro. He's got Evolve, and he's got CZW, which I don't, I don't know. I can't picture this guy in hardcore matches, death matches. Oh man. Um. Okay. So then, uh, moving on, uh, we had Charlotte defeating Natalia by submission. Before we, before oh. We get, okay. Before we get to that, I know, I know you said we weren't going to go over the the segments right now, but I, I just, I can't resist because, um, before we had this match, um, with Charlotte and Natalia, we had. A segment where Lana was getting ready for her, um, for her wedding. Yes. And she proceeds to lotion up her boobs. (laughs) 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 At which, shortly thereafter, my, my point being, shortly thereafter, Eric Rowan shows up. Oh, I still remember this one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was asking where his invitation was. living crap out of her. It was just, it was just hilarious. He, he, he was wanting to know where his invitation was. Exactly. And, you know, and I've, I've never been more uncomfortable watching a beautiful woman, you know, Dude, <laughs> but you know, it's just it was it was very strange to see that on WWE 
Yeah. And now before before the the next match, uh, Charlotte Flair cut a promo, and I uh, basically uh, issued an open challenge to to any uh, well, anyone on the roster, which was answered by Natalia and Charlotte. Defeating Natalia by submission in 14 minutes, 30 seconds. And I believe uh, she announced her entry into the Royal Rumble. 30 seconds of my life. I will never fucking get back. <laughs> hey, let, me, let, me, let me explain something to you. Okay. okay. Charlotte is, despite the fact that I'm very annoyed at, at her being shoved down my throat uh, to, to, the, to the level that she has. Yep. By the way, she announced that she will be entering the Royal Rumble, which, uh, no, we didn't know that, did we? Oh, we had, we had no idea. Oh, my God, it was a newsflash. It was at the top of my news feed for hours. Um, no, but, you know, and maybe this is just me, but it's like every time Natalia comes out, it's just like, what, what? Let's see what else is on TV. Click. <laughs> you know, I just don't care. Yeah. In the next match, we had um the Street Profits defeating the OC in 11 minutes and 45 seconds. I, I didn't mind this. Mm. I, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping that they'll continue to build the Street Profits because... For some reason, they, uh, since now I know you're going to be shocked by this, Elliot, but since the Street Profits have come to the main roster, they've just become boring as could possibly be. Now, is it just me, or are they are they so are they annoying with their backstage? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, they're still doing it. Well, and this is this is just stupid main roster booking. Then we had a handicap match. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeating Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder in a minute and ten seconds. Now, this next one, oh man, do we, we might have two independent spotlights on, on uh, Raw here because Andrade it, versus Sean Donovan was a no contest. Sean Donovan, another um, Russell Pro um, talent. Oh boy, yeah, they're making their money. And they, sure. they, WWE. WB seems to love its Russell Pro, don't they? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, but um, it's interesting because that's not what I have on my lineup here. It doesn't say anything about uh, Sean Donovan. I'm not saying I'm not saying you're wrong. 
Oh, okay. Uh, because it, it would it would appear from what I was watching that they started out as an independent guy, but the way that it's listed here was that um, Andrade took on Ricochet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Ricochet because um the other the other guy. It's uh, before that uh, there was supposed to be an independent guy, but then um he got taken out, so Ricochet uh, came out and challenged Andrade. Yeah, I have that on mine. Yeah, no, that's why they just have that match listed as a no contest because then Ricochet came out to okay. uh, challenge Andrade. And, uh, of course, Ricochet losing in the main event in 11 minutes and 10 seconds. What are they doing to this guy? I just, oh my god, oh it's, so, it's so bad. Yep. It's so criminal. It's just... Now, Ben... Yep. For this, for this bullshit, it's just—it's non-existent, and it's so sad. I mean, I don't—I I don't know what else to say. Now, Ben, um, did you check your mail over the holidays? Of course, I did. Oh, okay. did you find anything interesting? Oh, I checked my mail. I found that wedding invitation. It's it said I'm I was cordially invited I was cordially invited to the wedding of Bobby Lashley and Lana. Yes, yes. Well, apparently, apparently, mine did not arrive, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise. But um, no, no, hold it, no. You know what? This this wedding, this whole segment, this was pretty awesome. I really enjoyed everything about this. What in the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> it was good. Come on, I liked it from beginning to end. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, okay. Now, before my head explodes, explain to me, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, since you can't see us, I'm going to verbalize what's going on right now. I'm going to have to take my dumbass co-host into a sidebar. <laughs> um, because, because this, this, is, this, is, this is an absurd finding for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my co-host here is um looking at me like, is he serious or is he just messing with me? No, I'm messing with you. That was terrible. <laughs> Uh, everything about it was brutal. Oh yeah. Okay. Let, 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 let me let me ask you this. Your humanity has been restored. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been asleep and like you suddenly you're having a nightmare and you're trying to wake up but you can't and the nightmare keeps going on and on and it seems like it'll never end. That's what it was like for me on Monday night. I swear, I was sitting down, I was sitting there watching Raw. This was like a nightmare that I couldn't wake up from. Yeah, I mean, and this was this was almost a, like a half an hour long of just complete. Oh. Wait, wait, wait! I have a, I have a question. Uh, well, no, I really, I really don't want to go back and relive that. But how long did that segment go? It felt like forever. It, it, I, you know, I think it was close to a half an hour. No, oh, jeez. 
He's actually a local uh, actor from like New York, I believe. I read. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. He was like Bill Belichick, so that was that was weird. And then, um, so uh, Lana, um, Lana is not happy with the with the um, officiating. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, neither was I. <laughs> question yeah isn't isn't she just terrible whenever she was addressing the audience with her screeching oh, she, oh she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's she's terrible it's it's un, it's unwashable it's just it's it's unwashable so she she goes on she goes on and on and on yep she says that this is the luckiest day of Lashley's life as, as he's marrying the biggest superstar in WWE history. What? And the greatest woman on the face of the earth. What? Um, she says that she is she is Lashley's greatest gift. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and, she, and she wants it, and she reemphasizes that she wrote Lashley's vows for him. For the light. Um, we get we get the we get the rings. Um, and then we and then we get to to, to the sit, to the portion of the festivities. Before we do, I have a question. Yeah. Who let Bobby Lashley near a box of crayons? Did you notice his eyebrows? <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> what was that? festivities uh, go before uh, we uh, we uh, went off the rails for a minute oh and, and before before we need bar bags cause that part's 
still coming. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then, and then we have the part where, you know, the, the priest says, if, if, any, if anyone object, objects to the, the marriage of this man and one, speak now or forever hold your peace. Oh, boy. <laughs> I object. So this this guy comes out, and um, and apparently it's Lana's first husband. Oh my God! So apparently Lana is on her third marriage, even though I think she's only thirty thirty three years old. Jeez. <laughs> Carissa Rivera. She was an ROH and she's been in WWE before. She did look familiar. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, Carissa Rivera. Uh, okay, very good. <laughs> Thank you so much to our research department. But any, anywho, um, so once uh, once they get into like into it, and Lana knocks Carissa off the apron. So now they're trying to get everything back in order. Um, the the preacher, who's probably the most entertaining part of this, is really trying to get trying to carry it on. But then we have Liv Morgan coming out. Now Ben, when she came out, did you recognize her at first? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay, no, because actually I. Didn't when there, but I had to I had to look again. I'm like, I had to look again. I'm like, wait, that's Liv Morgan. I can't believe they put her they put her in that role. Oh my god! And, and apparently she wasn't she wasn't supposed to be in that role oh, to begin with. Uh oh. Do you? I, I, I don't I don't know. That's just what I've heard. But anyway, um, she says the love of her life is right there in the ring. Um, she and she wouldn't have made it throughout through the year without the love they've shared. Oh my goodness! Uh, she calls she calls herself a, 
soul who will rediscover yourself through that love. Blah blah blah. And then she goes, no, 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 I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about Bobby. This, this is, this, this is after Bobby said, I've never, I've never slept with this woman in my life. She goes, no, 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 I'm not talking about Bobby. I'm talking about Lana. Oh my God. So now it's women, Lana's a lesbian. The hot lesbian action has returned. WWE after a 16 year hiatus. I, uh, um, God damn, this is terrible. <laughs> um, so, so, the, the two of them, Liv and Lana, uh, start, start brawling. I, I could, I, I could hear Joey Styles in the background going, cat fight, cat fight. I mean, this is this is like the worst of Paul Heyman on prominent display. Um, so once once security and everybody from the back separates the Alana and Liv, they try to um, they try to get the um, the wedding back on track again. This was, I believe, this was the third attempt to. Um, to complete the ceremony. And before they can do so, Rusev appears from inside the cake. Well, once again, he botched getting out of it, which was, which was, which was just so fitting, because everything about this segment sucked. <laughs> um, so Liv attacks Lana again and smashes her face into the cake. And this is just—I have to tell you. Now, a lot, a lot of people I saw online were calling this the worst segment of all of all time. Okay. Now, that I am not defending this segment, but let's just be honest with with each other here. That that's a stretch. Yes, everything about this segment sucked. Mm-hmm. There is not one single redeeming quality about this segment. I agree. Okay. It's it's terrible. It's Vince McMahon and Paul Heyman at, at their worst. Vince McMahon needs to just go. He needs to just disappear into you know a retirement facility named Shady Acres. <laughs> you know, I, just, I, I have no idea what they're doing. Uh, and then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, get more, get more into that in a minute. But you know, this is now this is a company that has had castration angles with Alvinus. They've had we've had an elder, an elderly lady giving birth to a hand. <laughs> yep. We've had. We've had Katie Vick, who, um, who coincidentally was trending after this segment. Oh my God! Um, we we've had uh, we've had um, Bailey. This is your life. We've had we've and we've had Bobby Lashley and his sisters. Uh, don't 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 forget that we had we had a hanging hanging as well. Exactly. 
when the Undertaker so, hung the boss man from the top of the cell. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we, we have definitely had um, some, I think, worse segments, but this is, def- this is definitely in the conversation for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, before we move on to our next review... I would I, I would really like to um to discuss something because for all of the logical thinking people out there who who like us just absolutely think that this entire storyline has just sucked beyond all recognition. <laughs> yep. Um, Apparently, uh, Vince McMahon, the puppeteer, thought that this was amazing. He was extremely thrilled with how it uh, with how it turned out. I and I, I saw this from from like three different sources, and apparently this angle is going to continue at least. And uh, everyone, uh, everyone's saying how this is a, this is the, a really bad angle, a really bad storyline. Yet it's the, it's the got high numbers on YouTube. Well, well, okay, okay, but, but I don't get it. I don't understand. To relive the entire no, wedding I'm ceremony. Not, I'm not gonna relive it. I'm, just, I'm curious because, because I'm I'm gonna break this break this down for you very. I uh, had to do that. Succinctly here. So, um, 
Um, hold on, so... I had to do that. Yes, and I'm, I'm, su- I'm sure you're just thrilled with yourself. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So, yes, the... The clip from, uh, from WWE, uh, that is this wedding, mm-hmm. uh, of course this, this is, this is on WWE's, uh, YouTube channel. Right, okay. Uh, let, let me see here. And while we do that, I'm going to prepare the next review so we'll be ready while our research team looks up that information. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, just, I'm trying to get the one that was... In fact, on. ladies and gentlemen, we will be back shortly. Right. Alright, our research team apparently has some information. Ben, what did you find? So I looked up the exact YouTube numbers for uh, Lou Morgan's uh, appearance during the wedding. It has 4,304,990 views. Jeez, holy wow. Um, for some ungodly reason, just in, just in the interest of fairness, I'll throw this in here. For some ungodly reason, it has six hundred and or, or no, sixty-seven thousand likes and thirteen thousand dislikes. Now let me let me understand this: sixty-seven thousand likes from fans that keep complaining about how stupid this storyline is. Yeah, well, I well I still stand by my theory or my opinion. I should say that this was just absolutely god awful. No, I agree. I'm saying that like sixty seven thousand likes from people that keep complaining week in and week out about how stupid this storyline is. I, I, I know it, it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? <clears throat> Alright, we will be back uh, shortly with our review of AEW, the very first show of the new decade. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Ben, you ready to get into AEW? Indeed I am. Alright, so uh, take it away. Yeah, so let me just uh, pull it up here. I, I have so many tabs open on my uh, computer. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's absurd. Okay, so I have, I have them up and... The homecoming edition of AEW Dynamite came to us from uh, Daly's Place in in Jacksonville, Florida. What did you think of this show? The, 
actually thought it was, it was very good. Okay. I did. Um, I, I thought that they came out very, very strong and uh, delivered a solid show. It's something that uh, they desperately needed to do um, because their last few shows of uh, 2019, at least for me, uh, missed the mark. Okay. So, uh, the action kicked off with Darby Allen versus Cody, and Arn Anderson is now the head coach of the Nightmare Family. That is his official title, but Arn Anderson is back on wrestling television. Um, and as much as I, as much as I, uh, don't like the title, I, I have to tell you the truth, uh, Arn Anderson is, uh, my favorite old school wrestler, so I can't really bitch about that. Okay. So, anyway, um, this was, um, a very good match, I thought, um, very, um, very back and forth, and, um, I'll, just, I'll tell you what, I, I wasn't too sure on Darby Allen the first couple times I saw him, but he's, um, he's kind of making me buy into him a little bit. Yep, I like Darby um, Allen. Right, so, so we get some, uh, we got some small time wrestling with shoulder tackles, lockups, counters, and cradles. Um, by both, uh, people, or by both competitors, not people, I should, um, Cody landed what looked like a nasty, um, forearm strike, um, Cody, uh, eventually hits a wrecking ball drop kick, um, Allen continues to attack the shoulder, he explodes the rope. He, he exposed the turnbuckle and ran uh, uh, Cody's shoulder into it uh, multiple times throughout the match. Um, gets gets in near near fall. He actually worked an armbar. Um, and the one funny part about the armbar was uh, Taz and uh, Jim Ross couldn't agree what kind of armbar it was. Taz was calling it like a, a Fujimura armbar, and, Te- and uh, JR was just, it's an armbar. Okay, I have so, a question, uh, I have a question. What do you think about Taz? Um, I, lo- I liked him when he was on SmackDown. I just, I haven't heard him on a consistent basis in a long time. So it, it was kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to gauge his performance on uh, New Year's, but um, I've liked him in the past. Okay. Um, this was, um, this match was largely a lot more technical than I would have thought. Um, technical never struck me as being Darby Allen's style, but um, we get uh, we get a lot of um, stomping at the knees of Alan. Uh, then it, Cody goes for the hands. Uh, Cody's on to figure four. Um, but 
Allen makes it to the ropes. Uh, let's see. Again, a lot of trading. Um, he heads up to the he heads up to the top talking about Allen, but Cody rolls the apron. Uh, where you don't want to be on the apron with uh, with uh, Darby Allen because here comes the coffin drop, which just looks like such a nasty, nasty maneuver. I mean, I, I wouldn't even want to do the coffin drop, let alone take the damn thing. <laughs> um, but uh, then Allen wants to hit a stunner. Uh, after countering Cody's cutter attempt, uh, he uh, he's unsuccessful and Rhodes uh, hits the crossroads uh, for the win. This was 17 minutes and 25 seconds, and I have to say that this was a very good match. Yep, good match. Uh, Next up, we have um, we have SCU backstage. They cut a promo about the Dark Order, calling them spooky perverts. Nyla Rose, ugh. She just, uh, God. You know, she just, she can't wrestle. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what in the, in the hell there is to say. I, yeah, I really don't. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't get it. But, um, suffice to say, I got so impatient with it, um, mm-hmm. that I fast forwarded through that match. Okay. So, um, all, all I can tell you is that up we got uh, John Moxley versus Trent um once again a much more uh, competitive match than I would have anticipated okay um but very solid and uh and Moxley gets the victory and no, hold on, hold on. That, oh we gone and apparently uh Moxley will give us his final decision Regarding possibly joining the inner circle. Uh, oh, okay. Next week. okay. The the one part of that match, I like I like when Orange Cassidy uh, stepped into the ring, <laughs> was his hands in his pocket, then Moxie does the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, and kind of, he kind of does the pelvic thrust too. And then, and then, and then um, Cassidy just walks out of the ring. Yeah. Um. Dustin Rhodes is, is shockingly good. I mean, for his age, 
still still being able to wrestle like that, wow. Um, but uh, I think it was the right move for Sammy Guevara to win. They still sold the broken arm angle, and Sammy gets the win, so he doesn't look like the weak link of the inner circle so uh, no argument there I feel uh, Dustin Rose is uh, like is 50 years old yeah would, was wow. for, him to be 50, for him to be 50 and still be wrestling yep. at that level yep. is insane wow um next up we have uh, private party being interviewed in a bar mm-hmm. uh, hangman page shows up uh continuing to tease his uh, heel turn and uh, um, private party says that he owes him $12 for a drink. I don't know why. See, I, I, I must, have, must have missed that part. I must have stepped away for, for a minute. But then, then we have a, a really good promo with MJF as he and Wardlow get into the ring, and MJF uh, mocks the crowd for having their heads up their asses and being stupid. He also yeah. he also got a, he also kissed a ring uh, a uh, a ringside fan on the way to the ring. So this this dude is an absolute uh, he's just great. I I love I love this guy. Yeah. Continue to tease the Hangman 
Page heel turn as he was invited to the ring for the, the celebration as he was on commentary for that match and he declined. So. <laughs> um, and that ended this week's edition of Dynamite. Alright, so... Uh, not not a not a bad uh, first uh, show, but uh, it wasn't it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Right. Yeah. All right. Yes. Okay, and we will be back shortly with our review of the final show for this week, yes. the first episode of Friday Night Smackdown for twenty twenty. So stay tuned for that. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, let us now get into our review of WWE SmackDown, the first SmackDown of 2020. Ben, what you think of this show? Um, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't too bad. It was just um, nothing too exciting, um, but it wasn't horrible. No, you didn't like Sheamus' return? I didn't even see that attack shorty cheek. (laughs) Sorry, Chad Gable. We're not going to call him shorty cheeks. Chad Gable. Come on now. Thank you for that picture I sent you. He looks, my friend looks just like him. (laughs) Yeah, I I remember that. Uh, Alright, so let's get into... Smackdown. Yes, so to, to start off, uh, Lacey Evans and uh, Dana Brooke yep. uh, defeated uh, Lights of West, Nikki Cross, and Bailey and Sasha Banks. And shockingly, uh, Dana Brooke is the one that scored the pin over Sasha Banks. I was floored. Uh, but but before, um, before that, I, I guess I should have mentioned this before. Um, so the show opens with highlights from last week, and then Daniel Bryan and Maze um, meet backstage to discuss what the Fiend did to um, to the Miz's family and how he needs to get revenge. No, well, this was for. I'm sorry, Ben. This was for the the number one contenders. Um, no. 
Oh, it was just a regular match. It was just a, a regular uh, tag match. Okay. So. I don't know, I kind of like this team. Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans. We'll see. Yeah. I'm not sold on Dana Brooke. Because <laughs> she, she messed up that scent, that swanton. Okay. It, it was just, you know. But even more than that, I'm just not sold. Um, and then we get, um, we get more food-related highlights, courtesy of Otis and Mandy Rose. You know, Ben, Ben, I didn't see that segment, but my mama did. Um, well, I'm sure your mama was. <laughs> oh, my. Rolling her eyes at that one. What is going on? Um, let's see. So, last week we had a fruitcake ruined, and this week the a slab of pancakes was the victim. Oh my god, oh my god. I have a question. How, many, how, how much longer are we going to have to put up with these stupid pancakes? Seriously. I, oh. it's, uh, it's so stupid. But the, the Miz was clearly not in the best mood, and uh, um, Kofi had um, had a big batch of uh, pancakes with 2020 written on them. Miz was not amused, and he knocked it out of Kofi's head. Now, what, is it Miz a heel? Well, he, he turned heel uh, on SmackDown, yes. Oh, you know, no, I'm asking because I, I heard this, but uh, again, that's another part where I must have stepped out of the room um, momentarily when that happened. Well, you're, you're just full of surprises today, aren't you? All right. Chad Gable defeated Dash Wilder in 2 minutes and 55 seconds. Oh my god, I don't care. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Before that, what about that segment backstage? Chad, Chad Gable was trying to be some motivational speaker. Ugh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care. I really don't. <laughs> that was terrible. Oh my god. god. People deserve to get dropped with the bro kick. <laughs> I'm sorry? He deserved to get dropped with the bro kick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, and then, uh, after that, Kofi kicks and defeated the Miz in another short match. This one was a shocking three minutes and 50 seconds. Oh, um, uh, after the Miz got rolled up and, and pinned, uh, Drew Gulak and I almost throw up because 
of Otis's stomach being on prominent display. <laughs> God, yeah. Uh, makes me sick. Um, Braun Strowman versus Cesaro. I don't give a damn, even though I love Cesaro, because every time Braun Strowman is on, I just go to sleep. Yeah, they made him dance. Did you see that last week? Well, Leslie, Leslie, I did not see you last week because I oh. wasn't watching the show, but, but okay. I, I did I did see highlights, unfortunately. Oh, that was atrocious. <laughs> yes. So, in the main event, Roman Reigns defeated King Corbin and Dolph Ziggler alongside Daniel Bryan. The actual match, I really didn't give a damn about, but then at the end, it got really interesting. Oh. Uh, number one, because The Fiend showed up and put the Manimal Claw on um, on uh, Brian before slamming him to the barricade. Um, looked, looked like uh, Reigns was going to be in trouble because... Dolph and Corman attacked him and were going to uh, pour dog food on him. They must have a sponsorship with Alpo or something, because this, <laughs> this is really stupid. It's nauseatingly stupid. Well, I don't know if you if I don't know if you heard this rumor that uh, that about a woman reigns versus King Corbin lose resty dog food or something. Come on. Um, and then the Usos um, come out and save Roman, and it looks like we might be getting a Ro- Roman and the Usos uh, alliance here. So, um, and then the only other thing of note that happened was after um, after the Miz lost, uh, John Morrison um, answered the door of of the Miz's locker room when the interviewer wanted a word with the Miz. So we got three returns, only one of which I really care about, which is the Usos. Oh, you don't care about Morrison's return? Not really. Oh, okay. I don't know, I'm curious to see what they do with him. Well, the only reason I'm not really curious is because you know, he's 40 years old, and it's like, you know, he's got, at this point in his career, he's got mid-card written all over him, so. Yeah, but, that's, but we just said Dustin Rose is 50 years old. Uh, well, yeah, but, but Dust, Dustin Rhodes and John Morrison are completely different animals. Okay. Alright, so that's our review of WWE SmackDown. Uh, not a bad uh, starting show. Hopefully, we don't get any more bad shows after this one. Uh, well, don't hold your breath, man, because I'm, I'm not holding out hope. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, they have to do something. They, and now we're going to see Brock Lesnar on Monday night. The first episode, the first Raw of the new year. Yep. 
Alright, so, um, we will be back shortly to wrap up this week's show. Okay, very good. Alright, we are back then. Our first show of 2020 is in the books. Yes, and I thought it was a rather successful one. What do you say we bring this show to a close for the week? Absolutely, and uh, once once again, I have a I have an undefeated streak of being of being much better looking than you. So that means I, that means I had a fantastic show. <laughs> What's going on? And on top of that, I had to review the wedding segment. So mm-hmm. that, so automatically, I am the MVP, and you are not. Well, I helped you. Review that segment. No, no I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm playing with you. I know you are. I know you say you're such a heel. Would you be yes. serious? Who um, said, said I wasn't serious? <laughs> Alright, so, um, Ben, I want you to watch Wrestle Kingdom because I think it's going to be a, a great show. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of title changes just on the first night. Yes, I will. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do the same. I I'm already into part three of uh, the pay per view because it's split into five parts. Oh damn! Well, uh, on on the on the site it's split into five parts. Luckily, I have some work to do. Luckily, my uh, my calendar is. Uh, I they 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 do go by they do go by pretty fast though. Um, like yeah, they, they, they have uh, I remember last year they had a lot of matches, uh, yeah that weren't necessarily part of the tournament but like it was just like surrounding it so hopefully hopefully they cut off some of those extra matches. Um um actually, you know what I have the. Line up in front of me right now. Let me just tell you exactly what they have on there. Like how many matches are actually on the main show. So I'm pulling up the results right now. We have on night one alone. On night one alone we have a total of. A total of 11 matches, uh, several of them are on the pre-show. Like, you have, you have three on the, on the pre-show. So there's, like, eight, eight matches to look forward to on the main show. Oh, joy. Alright, well, I will get to work. And then uh, tomorrow's night, actually, I was looking up the, the time that this show starts, and it is at 2 a.m. Eastern. Well, then I'll, I, will pro- I will probably be up for that. <laughs> but, um, oh, no, night one is already, uh, is already over, but I'm saying it, it aired at 2 a.m. Eastern this morning. Oh, good lord. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, with that, um, I mean... Uh, let me finish uh, this this um, 
day of football, and um, there's one uh, coming out tomorrow as well because it's wild card weekend. Like I said, luckily my team doesn't have to play, so I don't have to. I don't have to sweat at least this weekend. Um, but um, but this particular game that's on right now uh, directly impacts us. So let me uh, let me pay attention to that. And uh, All right. in the meantime. All right, so fans, we will talk to y'all next week. Ben, enjoy the football, enjoy Wrestle Kingdom, and I will talk to you next week. Very good. Say goodbye to the fans.